Dallas. Hello, good football oh, yeah. to all. This is the Shall We Football Podcast. I'm AJ with my co-host, Cole. This is Season 3, Episode 21, Tight End Redraft Fantasy Rankings. We'll get Dave Cruz. Welcome back, Dave. Welcome, Dave. Welcome back. Hey. Much anticipated. Great. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. Well, looking, well, looking. Uh, we want to give you a big SWF welcome back. Not everyone gets a welcome back, but Dave gets a welcome back. He'll be joining us to run down our grass-fed, cage-free, USDA choice, shall we football podcast, redraft fantasy, tight end rankings. Check out Dave on the Twitters, at Cruiser128, C-R-E-W-S-E-R, 128 for all things fantasy and a few things music. Participant in Scott Fishbowl 11, and as of this recording as are we literally drafting his team for Scott Fishbowl 12. Exciting times. Uh, We talked about this last year. Uh, If you remember our episode with, with Dave, Uh, we detailed whenever Dave was on here, um, but go see his pinned tweet on Dave's Twitter page. His cousin, Jennifer Cruz is doing some pretty cool and amazing, innovative things with the education field. Go to Berkshire, freedomacademy.org for more that's b-e-r-k-s-h-i-r-e-f-r-e-e-o-m-a-c-a-d-e-m-y.org for more and of course dave's gonna attempt the pronunciation game uh i don't remember how he did last time i'm pretty sure he butchered it like everybody else did uh and finally <laughs> perhaps sent the mcorkle award for episode mvp named for michael mcorkle mac jones we love him because he's a former child model that's why we love him mm-hmm. uh, he's also a national champion and first round draft pick all in the body of a young john daly or um I, I I think I think we've been off. I think he like he has the body of just regular John Dale. Yeah, well, he's pretty cut these days, too. Uh, well, that's that's not you know, it's 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 sort of like some of my disgraced childhood. Favorites. Okay. Like I remember we're, them. I choose. I remember them as they were, not as they are. Rumblings um, are uh, out of New England. McCorkle's getting pretty ripped. Well, I don't want that. Okay. okay. I want, I, I want things. I don't like change. But hey, it's, uh, we've it's changed the spelling hype. of McCorkle to, in honor of my former roommate's inability to spell at a rational level. That's M small C capital O R C A L. Uh, just to confirm again, um, our beloved Evan who can't spell at a rational level will be, um, and Dave, I can't get into any further details because this is a very clandestine operation, but <laughs> Evan will be on a Netflix dating show. Uh, we will we will be giving out more information. Um, the de- it is confirmed, but the details we will be giving out as we are allowed. We have been told there are some things we cannot say. Yeah, we've yeah. all signed NDAs and everything. we are under oath. We have no we have signed no NDAs. We <laughs> won't be silenced. But uh, for for Evan's sake. Uh, we want him to grow up and into the biggest Netflix star there ever was. So, uh, Dave, this is how we do things. I don't know if we had this little disclaimer here, but um, this is how we do things. Uh, we're not here to make friends unless you're Dave. Human decency and puns are not tolerated. Dave, I think you're an exception here. Name calling required. I don't think I could call you any names. Don't wait until people are done talking to Opine. Feel free to cut us off. Keep it brisk. We have tiny baby bladders. We really do. No rules, just right. Brokeback snake house. I changed that because I was concerned that there was some copyright things going on with um, the other place. Back. So, gentlemen, shall we football? Damn right. All right. And let's now do, let's do it. Hell yeah. And now a dramatic advertisement reading by the SWF players. Colt, explain these rankings. All right, sir. I'm glad you asked. These are redraft rankings, half point PPR uh, for tight ends of the 22 season. Um, No tight end premium. Not in this one. Uh, I love to go that route when we're doing super flex and dynasty and things like that. But we'll keep it simple for this. 
Keep it simple, stupid. So let us pray. Gentlemen, rankings one through five. And let's take our sweet time on this. We've only got 20 of these of these of these beautiful boys. So let's go one through five. One is uh, Kansas City's Travis Kelsey. Two is Baltimore's Mark Andrews. Three is Las Vegas's Darren Waller. Four is Atlanta's Kyle Pitts. And five is uh, George Kittle of the Bay Area. Dave, you might be familiar. Um, actually, so Dave is from uh, California and not the southern part, which as far as I'm concerned, no offense, Dave, anything that's not the southern part is sort of like, you know, give or take the same thing. So I- I'm going to throw I probably just alienated a shit ton of people. Dave, I'm going to throw George Kittle at number five, your direction. What are your thoughts at him being number five and then your expectations, I guess, uh, for him for the season? Because he's been, you know, he's been dinged up a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's the whole George Kittle vibe, right? I mean, he's he's great when he plays and he's an animal on the field. I mean, I'm I'm 10 minutes from Levi Stadium. So if I, if I, if I want to go over and take it. And do it. That's I, great. I, I feel validated as calling everything but Southern California, just California. <laughs> Absolutely love George Kittle. But when it comes to fantasy, it, it's it's almost at the point where I, I couldn't put him any higher than. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, he just misses too much time. If he ever if he ever stays healthy, he he's gonna he's gonna rise to the top of the rankings. I just I just tweeted out today about how nice everybody is at Joe Mixon mm-hmm. this offseason <laughs> compared to last year. Uh-huh. When, you know, when he missed like the second half of the season. If that ever if that's ever Kittle, you know, he 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 will be a fantasy god. He he will be number one, number two. On, on everybody's ranking or after. But, uh, you know, I mean, he's he's in danger of even sliding out of the top five. You, you, you have a guy like Dalton Schultz put together another decent year. And, uh, you know, if, if Kittle misses, you know, four, six, eight games again, it, you know, how do you draft him? I just got used to, stand, to, to Zach Ertz falling out of the top five and not having a Stanford quarterback to piss me off in the top five. So help me God, if Dalton Schultz makes his way back up there, I cannot have Stanford quarterbacks (laughs) succeeding in the NFL when no Notre Dame quarterbacks are yet in the top five in the past few years. Cole Komet, in tight end, Cole Komet, we'll talk about that. But Dave, so you're you're talking about um, talking about injuries here. And Cole, this will this will go to you next. What about Trey Lance? Talk to me about that. I, I I'm I. It keeps me up every night, and I I I, I see I see a doctor three times a week because I just uh-huh. I, I tell I try to tell myself I pray at night. I say, Lord, please, please let Trey Lance throw the ball enough to justify a, a George Kittle um, a, a drafting of George Kittle. Uh, please, please. So assuage my fears, but um, I'm I'm with it, man. I'm with it because Lance, he's. The thing is, keeping Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle all relevant, I think we all have some hesitancies with that, and we know Lance is a rushing quarterback. Uh, I think he averaged about 12 carries a game in the couple starts he had last year, Um, and we know that Shanahan loves to run the ball. However, I think Kittle is going to be – He's going to be a primary target for Lance. That's my belief. Um, And the thing is, too, Lance can chuck it way down the field. He can can bomb it, dude. So I I think that it's going to keep defenses honest to a degree. 
Um, I think Kittle can exploit some matchups like he always does. I mean, the guy is so fun to watch. And like Dave said, if he can stay healthy, I mean, the sky's the limit. But he's 28. He's battled injuries. Uh, I'm pretty weary. I'm all in on Lance as a standalone. Now, if I could get the proper value on Kittle in a redraft, I would love to stack Lance and Kittle. I mean, you talk about a moonshot if that hits. I mean... Boys, back when I was a fantasy savant, when I was between the ages of 8 and 14, uh, I don't know where all that went, but at, during those times, um, I just, I, I was I was at my peak. I peaked very early. Uh, I, 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 lo- I was looking at the league and the, the tight ends, and I saw a rookie quarterback for the San Diego Chargers, and I thought to myself, uh, a quarterback's best friend is a tight end. So mm-hmm. who the hell is the Chargers tight end? Who the fuck is Antonio Gates? <laughs> and lo and lo and behold, Antonio Gates was not a highly drafted guy. I'm pretty sure he wasn't drafted, if I remember correctly. Hey, he's a college basketball player. Ex- yeah. So whatever. I, I just I, I I'm very comfortable I'm I'm more comfortable with what Kittle will do than what Samuel and Ayuk and even the running backs out of the backfield will end up doing. Dave, what say you about the Lance Kittle conundrum? I don't really worry about it too much. I you know, it, again, if Kittle's healthy, he's going to be Lance's safety, mm-hmm. right? You know, I mean, uh they've got a decent line, so he's probably not going to pressure except for what he puts on himself. <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. that. Right? You know, so but if you need an outlet receiver, uh, George Kittle's going to be there, right? You know, yeah. five, eight yards down the field, right? You know, Debo too, to an extent, if he plays. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, if Kittle stays healthy, like I said, I love him. Yep. He'll, he'll, he'll rise right up these rankings. The fact that he's such a game breaker, it's hard to put him outside of the top five. You know, he, yeah. he can go for 180. 13 catches, 180 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, not a lot of tight ends have that ceiling. Yeah, his his per game rate is too high. You're 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 right. Yeah, but he puts up some duds too. Oh yeah, I've I've seen some three for 35 from him. But you know, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully Lance is. Uh, I always had a hard time figuring out Giroppolo. Yeah, uh, what kind of quarterback is? Uh, hopefully Lance gives us a, a definitive answer. <laughs> Dave, I thought you were going to say I, I had a tough time figuring out Jimmy Garoppolo. And then I met Trey Lance and I, I <laughs> wish that I only had to think about Jimmy Garoppolo because <laughs> that right? guy, you know, he's difficult to figure out. But right now he is so much easier for me to wrap my mind around than Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah. Quick, uh, quick hopefully quick. Trey fixes that. And I, I have I have faith, I, I think. You know, I, I, I think he's going to be. Uh, I, I don't think he'll be the reason that the 49ers don't go places. I think it'll be a combination of other things. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan isn't the type of coach that's going to let Trey Lance roam free mm-hmm. on the range. You yeah, know? yeah. He, he's going to keep him in line. I, I think. I think he's going to be somewhat under control. Dave, I got a quick price check question for you here. In the startup we got going on right now, uh, some other friends of the show, guys in the industry, uh, George Kittle went uh, at the 5-5. Five five. Someone traded up and paid a pretty hefty price to get him. Uh, where do you feel in that value? You think that's fair? 28-year-old tight end with injury history? 
Hey, let me put it this way. I did a startup uh, towards the end of last season. Mm -hmm. I felt perfectly comfortable still taking Kelsey in the middle of their round. Okay. Right. So, yeah, I have no problems taking Kittle at 5'5". Because I almost took him at 5'2". Yeah. Might you regret it? Sure. But, you know, (laughs) if you – if you can reap the benefits, that's the, you know, you may look back at that and say, wow, that was the bargain. Mm-hmm. And at, at 28, you know, tight ends tend to last a little the longer. Best tight ends tend to last. You're right. A little bit longer than some of the other guys, you know, a guy like right. Tony Gonzalez was still relevant in his mid thirties. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Gonzo, Ga- my God. Gates, him. you know, mm-hmm. and tight ends. I mean, the rule is generally third year. Yeah, it takes about three years for them to actually acclimate, to learn the offense, the playbook, the blocking assignments, the routes, all that shit. So, yeah, well, that's even another reason to like Kittle that much more. He didn't take those. Exactly, exactly. Now I'm regretting not taking. (laughs) Okay, so you you, you talked about second and you talked about second and third year guys, right? So. Mm hmm. Uh, the rest of these rankings, Kelsey is one. So we've got some changes in the supporting cast uh, of, of, yeah. of other um, of other skill position guys on offense. Mark Andrews, uh, we have a little bit uh, sans Marquise Brown. Darren Waller, we've got big competition. Now. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Pitts, well, he's in kind of a, a he's in quicksand right now, but he's a very fast guy. So hypothetically and metaphorically, he might be able to get out of that. Uh, even with Marcus Mariota dumping the ball off to him. <clears throat> what are you most intrigued by here? Kelsey, Sands Hill, Andrews, Sands Brown, Waller, uh, Cone, which is with in Spanish, uh, Devonte <laughs> Adams, or uh, Kyle Pitts. Gonna, I thought you were going to say Concarne. Yeah, Leche <laughs> Concarne. Or, or, or Kyle Pitts and the menagerie of issues and changes he has going on. Dave, what's the juiciest tidbit for you of those four? I got to tell you, I, you know, Waller's going to need to prove it again to me this year because yeah. I had him last year. I did he too. Just, he just crushed me. Yeah. Uh, he missed a lot of time. But I got to tell you, I'm not down on Waller because they added Adams. Me either. I actually like the fact that he doesn't have to be that guy in the right. offense. Mm-hmm. I I certainly think that, you know, the targets between Adams and Waller and 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 Renfro could easily be in the range of, you know, 400 to 450, right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think Waller's going to benefit from not having to be the focal point of that offense. Uh, you've got a guy like... Uh, Devonte Adams that can do everything. He can take the top off the defense. He can, you know, play in the slot. Mm-hmm. You know, he can he can catch the short pass and and take it to the house. I think Waller. You, you got you got you can't just sit on Waller in five to ten yard range anymore. Yeah. Right. You know. Uh-uh. To to me the guy to me the guy that that I am the most concerned about out of the top five is Mark Andrews. Because oh, he like was, this. he, uh, his, his, his metrics were so far above the norm last year. And he did quite a bit of damage while Lamar Jackson. True. With even the third string QB. Yeah. Jackson. Yeah. So 
I, you know, Andrews could easily be, he could easily take over the top spot. But if he slides down to a more uh, normal usage and Lamar stays healthy, then, you know, he, there's going to be a lot of disappointment. I yeah, tell you I, what. I can agree. I think the Ravens are going to go real run heavy this year. I think they want to get back to playing defense and running the ball. And hopefully they'll have, you know, their full stable of backs and JK and Gus, especially coming back. And then, you know, you trade Marquise Brown, the de facto alpha is Rashad Bateman year two. Great prospect. Um, I feel pretty good about him. So I, I guess that's, you know, even we're baking in regression, Andrew still has the capability to, to show up there. But like Dave said, I mean, he far exceeded expectation last year. It's, it's hard to repeat that. Yeah. I mean, with, with Lamar out there, he could go for 90 or a hundred yards and a couple of touchdowns, or he could go for 25 yards, you know, four catch. True. And I don't think he had a bad game with Huntley or Johnson. Oh no, dude. He was, was even more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it, it was, you would watch the broadcast and it's past Andrews, past Andrews. Yeah. Past Andrews. Oh, they, he just missed Marquise Brown. Past Andrews, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big Lamar Jackson guy either. I mean, I love the 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 cheat code rushing chops that he brings to the table, but uh, I, I'm not. I wouldn't be going like way out of my way in a startup to draft him unless the value just and he really fell, you know. So we we've talked a little about Andrews, a little bit about Waller, Kittle. Look, I, I'm I'm I don't really. If you guys are if you have a burning desire to talk about Travis Kelsey, I'll allow it. But I would really like to get a couple a couple points on Kyle Pitts. I got a great one to open up Pitts for you if you want. Please. Uh, I know I say this all the time. Good he's friend number, of the show. He's number, number four for us, by the way. Also, he's not a good friend of the show. He would be. I don't think he is aware of our Right, existence. right. Well, what I was going to say, I actually mean it this time. An actual legit friend of the show, Ryan Devaney. Uh, shout out. Uh, yeah. why, why do I even try? He posted this on Twitter today. Um, this little gem Titans to have greater than or equal to 50 receptions, averaging greater than it or equal to 15 yards per reception, and play in at least 10 games since 2000. That company includes Gronkowski twice, Antonio Gates, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts did it as a 21 year old rookie. That's pretty impressive. So what you're telling me is that um, while some were mildly disappointed that Kyle Pitts didn't Randy Moss the roof off the building, yeah, uh, that he's not a disappointment is what you're saying. He he is not a disappointment boy. Okay, not, e- not it, even not even close. Right. If, only, if anyone's only... still riding that train, please hop off for your safety. Yeah. And he had one yeah. touchdown last year. I mean, let's be honest, that was a that, total fluke. That that's the whole thing. He didn't get in the end zone. Right. He gets in the end zone a couple more six times, or seven more times, yep. and it, it's a completely different story. Yeah. Right. Here, here's the yeah. fun thing is that nobody got in the end zone because they were in Atlanta. <laughs> well, yeah, you know. And, uh, you know, Calvin Ridley went off the rails. Their true wide receiver threat went off the rail. Yep. Right. And Pitts was thrust into a role that was larger than he probably should have had to take on as a rookie. And he excelled. I mean, by, by all measures. Yeah. And, and I'll give them credit for making Cordero Patterson yeah. a relevant fantasy right, player. Right, right. And the thing with Pitts, he's a cheat code because he's a wide receiver playing tight end. Yeah. So. He, he, the, yeah, he's such an athlete out there. 
the, the sky's the limit, for, you know, but uh, you, the, the scary part is the team. Yes, indeed. Uh, gentlemen, six through 10, six Dalton Schultz of Stanford, seven, uh, and I guess the Cowboys, seven, Zach Ertz of Stanford and the Cardinals, TJ Hawkinson, Iowa and the Detroit Lions, Dallas Goddard was at North Dakota State and the Eagles. And then out of uh, the University of Notre Dame, Cole Komet. Heavy in emphasis. Chicago. The, the, <laughs> I don't care what Ohio State says. It's the. University I know, I know. All right. Um, you know, just this is for me. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about Cole Komet. Somebody, somebody, um, uh, some, somebody bring me some Cole Komet juice. I don't Ooh. hate Komet at number 10. I, I think that I think the sky's the limit for him. He had a he had a ton of targets last year. And he could easily have a lot more th- this year without Jimmy Graham in the picture. Yep. And uh, year three. Year three. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The thing that scares me about Cole Komet is he plays for one of the worst offenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and a team that 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 you know it's another team like the Falcons that really didn't help themselves in the receiving core. Not I, at all. You know, <laughs> I. Uh, I, I, I saw one of the guys that I know on Twitter that they post, uh, you know, who's the wide receiver to for the Bears? And I shot a message back to him, Darnell Mooney. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was a little bit up. Marty Booker, that's their wide receiver, too. If hey, anyone remembers, go ahead, Cole. Breaking news, uh, the Patriots traded former first-round Draft pick Nikhil Harry to the Bears, so they're continuing to surround. Oh, thank God! Oh, continuing thank God. to surround yeah. Justin Fields with mediocre to poor talent. Good is he? <laughs> and you know, I mean, I, I I think Justin Fields is a guy where the sky's also the limit, and he showed some promise down the stretch last year. He did. So hopefully, yeah. he builds on that. Uh, for me, commit. You know, basically, tight ends outside of of the uh, the elite. We're we're hoping for a touchdown, and if we can get if we're chasing volume and targets, then you know that's that's a safe consolation. And I don't think there's see that's kind of where this tier of guys for me is. It's it's more about target share. Yeah, gentlemen, we are so, in we are in the shit right now. We're in the muck. We're in the mud outside. Of the takes top a dive five. quick. This is where it's at. This is where the real work gets done, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Like, Let's put on our hard hats and turn our flashlights on. <laughs> We're down here in it. So uh-huh. I want to say, I don't believe that Zach Ertz or Dallas Goddard are going to exceed the, the, the best production they've had. And the best production that they've had would put them right bordering and, and somewhat into um, that top five, you know, tier, you know, a tier that we have. Um yeah. Uh, the uh, I don't see Zach Ertz vaulting back in there. Um, Dalton Schultz, uh, I still need another year for him to 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 prove that he could maybe. We need him to show up too. We need well, him to. Yeah, we need him to show tag. up. And so what I'm saying is, of these six guys, Schultz, Ertz, Hawkinson, Goddard, and Komet, six through ten for us. The only guy that I could see surprising us and jumping into the top five is TJ Hawkinson. Okay. Uh, pros and cons. Dave, what do, you, what do you think? Is Hawkinson the most likely of these five to jump into our top five, potentially, I, or is there someone else? I'd love to say yes. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, I, I, I'm having a hard time getting excited for him this year. 
because I've gotten excited for him the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And he has, he usually gets off to a real good start. And then for some reason, they, they stopped throwing him. Yeah. Which is a problem. I know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, it I was mean, working. Why'd you stop? Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think Ertz has a real good shot with, with Nuke missing the first six weeks, too. Uh, I think Ertz. Yeah, right. Get- Ertz will get and Christian Kirk being traded. Now they did acquire Marquise Brown, which I think is a wonderful trade for the Cardinals and reuniting him with Kyler, old Oklahoma teammates. Sure. But I think Ertz is going to get peppered underneath. Marquise can and will take the top off. Uh, James Conner. I mean, let's not forget about Max 2X Williams. Mm. Coming back, I, from- I have Dave. Have you? I've certainly <laughs> forgot about Max Williams. Uh, my favorite. Well, I want to. I also. I, I do want to because I saw the name and I was like, "Well, he did good things in Baltimore." He um, did, and then uh, put him on my team, and he didn't do anything there. So he did good things in Arizona. Twenty two hours ACL. Yeah, well, but I, they paid Ertz big time money for uh, to be a thirty year old tight end. I mean. They give him a three-year deal, which I think they have some outs earlier in that. And they also sure. drafted Trey McBride, rookie tight end. I'm curious yes. to see what he does this year. He was he was one of my he was one of my targets in rookie drafts, Trey McBride. Oh yeah. I didn't get him in any of mine, but Okay, so we've no, no one has said a a a a, a ding dang thing about Dallas Goddard. Somebody somebody talk about Dallas Goddard, that poor guy. <laughs> I like Goddard as a receiver. My my problem with Goddard, maybe even more so than Hawk and Met, is he's in an offense that runs the ball a lot. And that starts with the quarterback. Uh, you know, we were talking earlier about guys like Trey Lance and Lamar Jack tucking the ball away and running with the football. Uh, Jalen Hurts is outclasses both of those guys. So, and, uh, you know, with A.J. Brown coming in mm-hmm. and Devontae, yep. Devontae Smith being there already, unless they start throwing the ball significantly more, I'm not sure there's enough football staying on. Good point. Uh, yeah. of- I feel like a twilight zone because <laughs> the, Eagle, the Eagles have a good wide receiving core. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. So, Dave, what, how about this equation? The same uh, type of function for the Raiders bringing in Devontae Adams do you feel like this could help Goddard at all? Or, or do you think it's just there? It's going to be a low passing volume offense and just not enough targets. Yeah. Around. I don't worry about the Raiders throwing the ball 600 times. Exactly. I'm not even sure the Eagles will throw the ball 500. Oof, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. And look at the division out there in the West, dude. It's, it's well, going to another- be showdowns. That- yeah, that's going to be just – it's going to be the Wild West. They're just, yeah. coming, they're, they're just going to be coming and shooting it out pretty much yeah. every Tombstone. Day. Yeah, that's it. In in the NFC East, you know, the, the defense is a thing, right? You yeah. know, you know, mm-hmm. you don't look at the Washington Commanders and go, oh, Carson Wentz scares me. Oh, no. He scares me just you know, in, in the more conventional yeah. way. Yeah, in a different way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not going to score. They're not going to score 30 points a game, but their defense. Cowboys have been doing nothing but drafting defensive guys, you know, 2021 and 2022. Uh, they they think they're pretty well set on offense. They're, they've, now they want to beef up the defense and keep that way. And the Eagles are the same way. They're, they're, they've got a great line, but they want to run the ball and, and control the clock. Right. I think PFF has the Eagles line as number one right now. 
Yeah, well, I think uh, Warren Sharp said earlier today they were two or three, right? So, you know, I mean, that, that's a top line. Yeah. Well, I mean, across the board there, if they stay healthy, um, they've got uh, a couple guys that could uh, very easily be all pro uh, all pro players by the end of the season. Gentlemen, I tire of these five names because two of them went to Stanford. So let's move on to another five. What do you let's say? Get it. So on. this is 11 to 15. 11 is Pat Fryermuth, Penn State, now with the Steelers. Robert Tonyan, I don't know, but now he plays for the Packers. Herb <laughs> Smith Jr., uh, his dad or uncle played in Notre Dame, but he made the poor decision to go play in Alabama. Now he's in Minnesota. Albert <laughs> Aquegbanam, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, we certainly told people they weren't for a very long time. Uh, he went to, yeah, he went to Missouri and now he plays for the Broncos. Hunter Henry, he went to Arkansas and uh, now he plays for the New England Patriots. So um, there's a couple. There's some, this is a very exciting list here. Yeah, this is a uh, little me, zesty. Yeah, there's some zest here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited about Pat Fryermuth and Irv Smith Jr. Yes. Um, but I'm going to give those to Dave. For you, Colt, I want to. I want you to tell me why Robert Tanyan is 12th and why Albert <laughs> Aquegbunum or Aquegbunum or Albert O, I guess, is 14th. Explain those two to me. Oh, of course. And then yeah. I'll give Dave the exciting one. Okay, okay. So for me, Bobby Tanyan... He's coming off an ACL, but here's what do you, the, what do you, what do you think about Bobby tummies? Bobby tummies. That's I'm, a nickname. I, I like it. I like okay. it. Um, Dave spread the word Bobby tummies or, 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 right or Bobby yeah. Funyuns. Cause Bobby he Fun- told reporters oh, that his name is pronounced like a Funyun. Tunyon. You, you, you guys tweet it and I will. Literally <laughs> Let's, we're going to make this a thing. <laughs> Hash, hashtag. Bobby Funyuns. <laughs> Hashtag Bobby Funyuns. Bobby Tummies. Uh, all right. Uh, spill. Colt, why Albert well, O at 14? Why Bobby Bobby Tummies at 12? Bobby Tummies has the trust and the chemistry with Aaron Rodgers, which I feel go a long ways. He has continuity, right? So, inter- Okay, hold on. So this is, this is a volume game you're playing here. And a touchdown game because okay. two seasons ago, Tunyon, he caught a lot of touchdowns. Um, the yardage wasn't always there, but... Um, again, it's just for me, Rogers is a very, uh, how do I put this? A, a very quirky guy. A, That's very uh, sweet of you. Yeah, that very. was very kind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, he helped me win two championships. I, I love the guy for that, but, um, let's be honest, his personality can be a little polarizing and trust and chemistry go a long ways with him. So you got Randall Cobb who he forced them to bring back, but he's old and doesn't do many things anymore. Uh, Robert Tunyon is 27, uh, and he had some time in the sun with Rodgers, and I think that goes a long way. Then you've got Lazard. Also, they signed Sammy Watkins. I don't really know why. I think he's kind of done. Um, and then they drafted Christian Watson. Uh, I just I feel like Tunyon has the upside in a tight end in this range or that you can take a shot on late in your redress. That could pay off. I mean, okay. he, he, could, he could catch – Eight touchdowns, maybe as a man. I, I don't know. I think Colt, my sweet, my 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 attention is waning. I really want to talk about Pat Frymuth and Irv Smith. So okay, give me, uh, give me okay. reasons for Bobby Tummy and then a brief explanation of <clears throat> Alberto. I really want to get to my sweet, sweet boys and I want to hear Dave talk about them. Just keep going. Okay, I gotcha. So to sum up Tunyon, chemistry, trust, touchdown upside. Alberto. Let's go with the obvious. Russell Wilson's in town. However, they drafted Greg Dulcich. 
I don't think that's going to impact this year too much. But then you've got a lot of target competition with some great receivers um, out there in Denver. But Aquegbenam, he he was lighting up when Fant was out there. You know, we all wanted Fant to be a thing. And then we started, we, we want Alvaro to be a thing. And they could never coexist in the same hemisphere. Well, then guess what? We got it. Because they shipped off Noah Fant with all stupid face Drew Luck. And we're all just reveling like, hey, we, we got Alberto. Oh, not so fast. Greg Dulcich. So glass of cold water. Anyways, the touchdown upside, the athleticism, the quarterback, the offense. I'll take him. Yeah, by the way, he's only 24 years old. If you were curious, I feel like he's been in the league forever. He's only 24. Okay. All right. Now that uh, now that the logistical things have been taken care of, let's get to the juicy. Let's get to the tender cut of this filet mignon. Oh, yeah. Dave. Pat Fryermuth, Irv Smith Jr. Where is your excitement at here? Okay, well, I don't want to throw cold water on the situation. We're pretty much at the level of tight ends now that you <clears throat> yep. are looking at if you punted tight ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, out of these guys, I I I, I love Pat Fryermuth. I, I think uh, I think he had a really nice rookie year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was certainly a, a, a upper level red zone target for the opportunities he got. Absolutely. I don't see any reason why that won't continue. Mm. Uh, the, the, you know, the unknown there is the, the quarterbacks. Uh, you've got Mitchell Trubisky that they brought in and they took the first quarterback off the board in the, in the 2020 draft. Uh, I would think that Trubisky has a fairly long leash, but uh, I would actually know, agree with you there. Yeah, go on. You know, that's that's going to get shorter if he, you know, if he has meltdowns. Uh, but uh, as far as it goes, you've got uh, Juju Smith-Schuster leaving town, James Washington leaving town. You still got Deontay Johnson there and uh, and Chase Claypool. But uh, no, I think Pat Fryermuth of these five guys, I think he is his position proper at 11 over I, over the rest. of. I agree there. And if you had to project, so Pat, Pat Fryermuth has, has backed up the uh, the hype in a pretty significant way in his in his rookie year. Uh, and I agree with you that I think Trubisky will have a leash and I think both of them will be running for their lives enough if Pickett sees the field as well to need to dump the ball to a, a, you know, a big bodied tight end or, you know, Najee Harris. But I I think, I think that that's, you know, that, that checks a box for Pat Fryermuth. Now, Irv Smith Jr. I don't really have much to go on outside of uh, potential, um, uh, potential ability and potential volume and opportunity. What say you? That that's really the thing though, isn't it? I mean, he basically has not been healthy. It, almost his entire time. The the few times he has hit the field, he's shown quite a bit of promise. Uh, the fact that Tyler Conklin's no longer there mm-hmm. uh, leads me to believe if Irv Smith hits the field, I think he's going to have a pretty good role in that offense. Uh, another guy I look forward to probably having a little bit more of a role in that offense is she, K.J. Osborne. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he had a quiet, <laughs> quietly great season last year for what he was uh, out there for. Right. So you know, if if Herb Smith is healthy, I think there's upside to this ranking. Uh, but again, 
that's just pure speculation. We just don't have enough data. to. So my, my concern with Irv Smith, Dave and Colt is that, so I don't think, I think he could, he could easily um, pirate away Adam Thielen's um, money between the, between the twenties. I, I, I think I think he can, uh, you know, you're you're dealing with a, a younger, fresher guy. Uh, and I, I think he can probably steal some of the in between the 20s work. But where tight ends thrive, especially when you're not talking about the top five guys is generally in the red zone. And we know that's where Adam right. Thielen makes his money. How concerned are you? And then and then to Colt after Dave uh, about how that phenomena sort of works itself out. I'm done being concerned about Adam. If he's on the if he's on if he's on yeah. the field, he's he just a keeps freak. doing it. <laughs> he's a freak. He's a guy that was not regarded at all coming out of college. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Do you guys do you guys even know when he was drafted? No, I don't remember. He's been a league what, nine, 20, nine or ten years. 20, 2013. Okay. <laughs> and, and in a in a draft class that it was infamous for, he was not regarded at all. He was not. And then all of a sudden, about 2016, he became like a top 10 wide. Yep. And, you know, I'm perfectly comfortable drafting Adam Thielen again this year. Uh, you know, he may only give me 10 games, but those 10 games will be. Yep. Oh, they will. Uh, they? Might give you 10 TDs. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, I mean, Irv Smith, again, it, these guys, you're right. The guys in this range, it, it all comes down to being able to score touches. Right. And and right. we see you know. upside with the offense, with the athleticism. The, those are kind of um, things that I'm thinking about, too. You know, guys in yeah. this range. There, there is prospect. Yeah. I, I'm looking and, back at uh, Irv Smith's last four games played in the 2020 season. So he missed week 12 and week 13. So week 14, he went for 63 yards and a touchdown. Week 15, 37 yards, no touchdown. Uh, week 16 against the, the Saints, he went for 53 yards and two touchdowns. I remember watching that game. And then week 17 against Detroit, 30 yards, no touchdowns. So it, it's – Yeah, the red zone The red zone opportunities are there. Let's just keep them on the field. Yep, and there's reports, you know, that the offense, multiple reports that the offense is going to be a little more pass heavy. We got uh, O'Connell in as head coach, offensive coordinator of the Rams. I think he's going to do some things uh, that uh, Zimmer couldn't or wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, go, go ahead. Dave, say go what ahead. say what you want about Kirk Cousins, but he's the quarterback equivalent of Adam. Thing. He is. You know, you <laughs> Match you made in heaven. Uh, yeah. You don't. You don't think about him a lot. But, mm -hmm. you know, they're not you look, at, you look at him at the end of the year and he's like top eight, top 10. Yeah. And you go, how the hell did that happen? Right. Right. They're they're not sexy anymore like they used to be when they were young boys. He's not he's not but, piling on. He's not piling on 35 point games, but he's not giving you a lot of, you know, eight point games. Right. You know, right. he's he sits comfortably in that. You know, fifteen to twenty-eight point range, and it's just like boom, 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 right? You know, he's a perfect, he's a perfect super flex. Oh yeah, QB two yeah. super flex all day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had uh, Justin Chase on last week, a devout uh, Minnesota Vikings fan. Um, 
he wouldn't even let us talk about the fantasy aspect of Kirk Cousins because he just wanted to talk about how uh, he doesn't like him as a regular human football quarterback. <laughs> uh, not a huge fan. Now, I am a Kirk Cousins fan, just as I've always yeah. been a Derek Carr fan. And then fantasy, absolutely. But I, yeah. I agree. You know, they've lost their sex appeal. But I will tell you this. Kirk Cousins would ask, do you like that? Mm-hmm. Is what he yeah. would ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I hate to break it to Justin, but, that, but, but that's a team that, that couldn't win a Super Bowl with Fran Tarkenton, who was one of the most prolific passers in history. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, no, let's they learn, had, learn they some had both, Fran Tarkenton. They had both Fran Tarkenton and one of the NFL's best defenses, and they still couldn't, right? So, you Bless know, I hearts. mean, yeah, I mean – take it easy on cousins right you know it's like i i have i have a i have a, a guy who's a friend of mine back in the that was a detroit lions fan and he just absolutely despised their coach at the time and i said so where do they go from wayne fonts i mean this isn't a team that's you know like knocking on the door to multiple champions you know with this guy they're winning games right yeah. They actually a playoff team, yeah. But that's not good enough. So they fire Wayne Fonts and and enter thirty years. Old, right? <laughs> so be careful what be careful what you wish. Uh huh. We just we just sent a contract over to Joe Gibbs and he hasn't gotten back to us. That said, he hasn't gotten <laughs> back to us for the past. He hasn't gotten back to us for the past four years. Every time we try to send him to it, you know, I will say this for Kirk Cousins. He did spend time in the cesspool of the NFL. That is. Washington, D.C. So mm. God bless him. Uh, gentlemen, yeah. uh, okay, real quick, uh, Colt, give me give me anything about Hunter Henry. I'm not very excited about him, but should I be? Uh, I'm not super excited about him either, A.J., but I will tell you, he caught an awful lot of touchdowns last year from one McCorkle Jones. Um, that I like. He had, he had nine touchdowns on the year, uh, which is pretty damn decent. Uh, the yardage wasn't always there. I mean, and let's be honest, this is kind of more of a streaming tight end. You're hoping for 40 yards and a touchdown, and you're you're thrilled. Um, so that's kind of why I put Hunter Henry here. I mean, they signed pretty big contracts to Henry and Jonu Smith last offseason, and Jonu barely – he didn't do anything for them. Well, but, you know, Bill Belichick has to balance out all the amazing decisions he's made over the years with some really shitty ones. So he's just, he's just yeah. keeping the scales flat. Yeah, I, I don't know. The thing that scares me about the Patriots this year is is Matt Patricia really going to be the offensive? Oh, gosh, yeah. Without McDaniels there, who knows what it's going to look like. I mean, no, right? thank you. Da- Damian Harris might have 40 touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. God, I hope and so. then they're going to let him walk next year like they do everybody else. As right. they, as they see, should. You may, see, yeah. you may see a lot more games where Mac Jones throws the ball three. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that'll be sad. I want to I want to see him flap his noodle uh, around. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Uh, this is our last five at 16. Evan Ingram. Uh, that's Ole Miss, I believe. Gerald Everett. Don't know. Evan Ingram plays for the Giants. Gerald Everett <laughs> plays for the Seahawks. Logan Evan Thomas, on the Jags. Virginia Tech quarterback, great Logan Thomas. Oh yeah, at uh, in the Wash for the Washington Red Hogs. Um, Dave, we don't we don't call them by their Christian name. They are the Washington Red Hogs, and forever will be. Uh, Nineteen, Tyler Higby. I can't tell you where he went to college. Mike Gesicki, number twenty. 
Penn State University. Okay. I, I've, All right. I've got a I've got a question. Do it. What did what you you say you hate Stanford tight ends? What did Mike Gesicki do you guys? Well, I'm, oh, a, really? I'm, a, I'm, I'm a yourself. Yeah. I'm a Penn Stater, Dave, and uh, I was a Notre Dame fan in uh, in Penn State clothing, and I was just I. I, I, I was, there was an identity crisis, not to uh, me, but everyone else thought I was a Penn State. No, they didn't. Anyway, uh, I was up there. I was up there when Mike Gesicki was playing uh, at uh, at Penn State. Um, was I? God, I'm old. Uh, Mike Gesicki, why, Colt, why is he 20th? Okay, so this boils down to don't don't, 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 don't tell me. Tell Dave. Dave's upset. Okay, Dave, uh, if I can <laughs> state my case, <laughs> um, this is not a slander because Gasecki is a cheat code as well. He's a wide receiver playing tight end. But the thing of it is, we had a lot of changes in Miami and all for the better. Uh, Teron Armstead signed at left tackle. They paid big bucks for Tyree Kill. Uh, you've got Jalen Waddle, who broke the rookie record in receptions last year. Big things ahead for him. They also brought in Chase Edmonds. They also brought in Raheem Moster, Sony Michelle. I think they're still adding running backs. Uh, I'm not sure when it will end. Uh, Mike McDaniel's offense with Shanahan since I think 2008 or six. So I mean he's he's a great offensive mind. Um, that being said, I don't know where Gasecki fits into all this, but I do look at the correlation between the team that McDaniel is building, the similarities that I see in San Francisco. So if we can take Ayuk, uh, Kittle, and Debo and replace them with Gasecki, Hill, and Waddle. I mean, hey, those guys those guys all ate in San Fran. I mean, if, if McDaniel's system, if Tua, big part of it here, if Tua can step his game up, run the offense, I, I think Gasecki could vault himself higher than this. What I see when I think of those two trios is a tall man uh, flexing his arms and then two baby men grabbing his biceps and hanging on like I did with my dad. Whenever mm-hmm. I was a mm-hmm. child, you're talking like six, two, two, six foot five guys. And then a couple guys that like to write down that they're six feet tall, but they are certainly not six. Yeah. But you guys do make interest and, and Gesicki can be a tough one because for, you know, it seems like for the games where he gets 10 to 12 targets inexplicably, there's also a game where he gets like, he'll give you targets. a zero. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it's real tough. He won't only give you a zero. He will give you a zero in PPR. Yeah, and he, is, he which, was on the field, too. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I can remember a game he had last year where he had seven targets and zero. This is why Dave is maybe is, was one of my absolute favorite guests, is Colt made a good point right before uh, I made a point that Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, not unlike me when I was a child, um, would hang on the biceps of uh, Mike Gesicki. Uh, and then Dave said, you both make really good points. And I was thinking to myself, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. I, yeah, that was pretty damn kind, Dave. <laughs> hey, I want to, I wouldn't mind coming back. You know? Oh, buddy. The door's always All open. Day long. I, All day I, I long. Think, I figure I got to bring some, some flowers along with the kind of Uh, always a gentleman uh so mike gesicki um yeah i mean i think i think we've kind of covered him uh you know i mean i don't know you're right i mean uh you know i know there were some vacated targets when they traded Devontae parker but you know i mean you're talking about tyree kill that 
you know, he's an 160 target guy. Yeah. And I don't think if he goes down to 120, he's going to do it quietly. Oh yeah. He, he's going to be chirping. I have no doubt. Yeah. I, yeah. I need the ball. I need the ball. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he, was doing, he was doing it with 160 to 170 yeah. yeah, yeah. And they signed Cedric Wilson, too. A pretty damn good number three receiver. Yeah, I, you kind of forget that, right? You right. know, that's a guy that that's a guy that people should be looking at late in Scott. I don't remember seeing a lot of him going off the board. That's a, that's a good point. Right? So I actually kind of side with Dave a little bit here. I do think Mike Gesicki, um I would probably slide him at least in front of Gerald Everett at 17. And I would say probably even Evan Ingram at, at 16, mm-hmm. but the point is, is, is well taken that. And, and here's the thing is that like, I, I, I do not trust Tua and I, mm. I, I don't think it's going to work. Like, I don't think it's yeah. going to end up working this year. So by that logic, I should be agreeing with you at 20. I actually think yeah. that Gasicki is just that good of a player. And like you said, it's a wide receiver um, playing tight end, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Mike Gasicki will be an interesting case study for the rest of the year. Absolutely. So there's a couple guys here that have burned many of us many, mm-hmm. many times. Evan yeah, Ingram. Gerald Everett anymore. I know the, that. These four guys are scalding hot. And just in the sense that they have burned my fantasy hopes to the ground a number of years, sometimes combined, sometimes separate, but Evan Ingram at 16, Gerald Everett at 17, Logan Thomas at 18, Tyler Higby at 19. I just want to ask you this, Dave, which one of these four guys, because I know one of them has, has burned you the most? Uh, that's a good question. I would think, uh, I would think for my purposes, Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a guy, there's a guy that I've drafted for as a, a top 10 tight end based mostly on just his. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, he's basically come in and ate all my food, <laughs> you, know? you know, slept yeah. with my, slept with my pets. You know? Oh yeah. He's, he, he's coming in the house, making himself at home, taking advantage. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. made a, he made a sandwich and peed on yeah. the toilet seat. Yeah. And yeah. he's just not, and he's just not earning his keep. Uh-huh. So, Didn't even take out the know. damn trash. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I, I get that he's everybody's darling now that he's out of out of the offensive hell that had been become the New York Giant. But you know, I mean, is Doug Peterson going to ca- teach him how to catch the ball? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I know, was just thinking I mean, two words that come to mind with Evan Ingram: athleticism and drops. Yeah, I mean, I don't like to throw drops out there as a problem, but you know, he's, he's Evan Ingram, had some excruciating they, ones, man. Yeah, for Evan Ingram, they kind of are. Yeah. So you know, yeah, I I could see throwing a dart at Evan Ingram late. And, yeah. Doug Peterson uh, likes so the that's the, tight ends. That's the guy that that's guy that, that's the guy out of these five that have probably okay <laughs> Colt. Which one of these has set your dreams on fire the most? Ingram, <sighs> Everett, Thomas, or Higby? I'm going to go Gerald Everett, but you know what? I, I'm, I'm thirsty again just because of the Chargers offense. Uh, it, it's, got, it's got me a little thirsty uh, and a, a tight end quench that Gerald Everett brings in that offense. I'm willing to try one more time, man. I really am. I swore to myself, I'm not doing this shit again, but here we are. I'm thinking. Don't, don't call me at midnight then. 
Okay, okay. Uh, say, hey, bail me out. I need to talk. It's crying, urgent. Yeah. Crying, crying over some, <laughs> some, uh, yeah. AJ, some, it's some, urgent. Some, I'm some Gerald two, Everett again. 2% milk and, uh, and, and, and generic brand Oreo cookies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. I mean, out of, out of these five guys, the, the two guys in the best offenses are, are Everett and Higby, right? Yeah. So, you know, of course, if you're like looking for a, a late round, the guy, Everett's a guy I like a lot. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Indeed. Uh, I could get down with, I think, I think I'm, I'm most hopeful for Everett. I think I've seen enough. I've seen everything I need to see from Logan Thomas. Uh, I think I've seen everything I need to see from Tyler Higby. I think I've seen everything I need to see from Evan Ingram. Um, Mike Kosicki, uh, in terms of promise, I think dwarfs all of these guys, but Gerald Everett of the four perpetual uh, dream burners. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go Gerald Everett uh, and gentlemen, that brings us to the pronunciation game. These are word Evans words. Evan can't say Evan, uh, the aforementioned former roommate and future star of Netflix. Um, you'll know his name. No, Dave, you may not opt out of any of these. I don't remember how well you did last time. Um, but uh, I think I did. I think I did okay with some of them, but I did manage to just abs. And I think we had Ogweg boot last year. Uh, D- Dave, that's hearsay. I don't. I don't know if we had David. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I. I. I don't appreciate getting trying you trying to trip me up on the same guy twice. <laughs> uh, so, with that in mind, let's try to trip you up on the same guys twice. So the first one is Clemson's. Uh, we we believed he would be the first overall draft pick next year he might not be a first round draft pick and uh Cade Klubnik the uh backup quarterback or the freshman phenom heading to Clemson uh might give him a run for his money but he does have a name what is it Dave uh you talking about DJ Wagalele phonetically it is perfect he <laughs> likes to throw in a few curveballs his family did Ui Ungalale once you get it down, it's a real delightful speak. Uh, Ungalale? Uh, Ui. Ui Ungalale. Interesting. Okay. That's a, that's a fun oh. one. That's a fun one. This oh, is. That, yeah. This oh, is... yeah. This is a fun game. <laughs> you know, I, I, I generally look like a tit playing it, but it's fun. Well, that, Dave, that's, that's where, that's, that's what brings us. That's what gets our rocks yeah. off. So yeah. the this, next this, one. This, this next guy, I'm not even sure I could say is. Well, we're going to try anyway. So this is uh, this is an edge rusher out of um, uh, Villanova, not BYU. Uh, he was drafted by the Chiefs, <laughs> plays with the Saints. Give her uh, give give him a shot. Try him on for size. Okay. Dave. I, I'm going to say Tano passing. Uh, Dave, it was so good. That K it's it's a real K. It's capacity. Oh, so you have to go. Huh? Passing very deceptive. Capacity yeah. on. Yep. Everything yeah. but the K did Dave get. So uh, the oh, next so, one... so so it is French. Oh, so French. Dave, the, <laughs> the next one, um, uh, if you wanted to know what what cheese looks like, if it could play football, this is the center from Wisconsin that plays for the Kurt. Dallas Cowboys. Two yeah. two appropriate answers. Can you get one of them? Yeah, I, I got it. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna say this guy's name backwards and send him back to the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, Tyler uh, Biadas. So, uh, again, Dave is, Dave's all phonetic, and I appreciate the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler 
biotish, which, yeah, full disclosure, I don't know if we've ever had anyone sound this out correctly that didn't already know it. Uh, the other one is Tyler Badass, if you, if, if you. Damn if you right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he certainly no, is. But nobody calls him Badass. <laughs> it's no, the thing. We should start it. We'll allow that one too <clears throat> going forward. Uh, the next one, this is an old Dominion edge rusher playing not so much for the New York Giants. What is his name? Oh, now this is embarrassing of Giants on my team. <laughs> so, Oshane Jimenez? Um, I don't think any part of that. You know what? You, did, <laughs> you got the O at the beginning. That was good. Okay, Dave, well. If you can believe this, it's Oshane Jimenez. Like a Jimenez. nice little, yeah, like a little dance. A little shuffle. Okay. Like a shuffle. Inter- mm-hmm. Interest. Shimmy shuffle. Okay. Dave, the next one is a former first round cornerback draftee out of Auburn now plays for the Miami Dolphins, but not very much. What is his name? Uh, Noah Bonnet. I can't say (laughs) either. That is that's a tough one. That's a baffler. It's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. that, That last that last syllable. Yeah, that's that's the that's the tricky fella. You really my, you my, my, a my tongue was my tongue wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dave, this one's a bit like skiing. So once you get it, it's it's a whole hell of a lot of fun. Noah Igbenogany. Oh, that's so smooth. It's Ibenogany. so smooth. Igbenogany. Yeah, so I I finally pick one to not be phonetic on, and I know, <laughs> and it's straight up. <laughs> Dave, yeah. we, we've placed these systematically to trip <clears throat> everyone up. Uh, to to catch as many people in our net of it's of, 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 of lies as we can get, uh, Cole, I'll give you this next one. This is your most favorite. Oh, delightful! This is my most favorite. So this guy is a current special teamer for the Steelers, AJ's hometown team. He used to be on the Patriots. He I is remember, a I him on handsome man. I think he is trying out for the next uh, Avengers or Thor movie, so to speak. Um. He's a gym. He hails from Bemidji State. What is his name? Uh, Gunnar Olefs. I, I, oh, Dave. Dave, <laughs> Dave, think Coach K for me. Olszewski. There it is. Nailed it. Nailed there it. it. Gunnar Olszewski. First try. Okay. First try. Yeah. Dave, okay. we Full also would have accepted because when Evan did this, he sort of gave up halfway through out of embarrassment yeah. because he's a lifelong Patriots fan. He said, Gunnar, all pause, pause, shit. And he just sort of stopped. <laughs> he stopped the process. Uh, so the next one now, is Navy. Let me, let, let, go, let, me go add a guy, let me add a guy named Gunner should be. <laughs> it, it, it's like only that. natural, right? I like that. I like it. Uh, so Dave, our next one here, um, second okay, to last, well, or is it? Yeah. This Ken, is Navy's Ken, that's easy. Now, if you tell me it's not Ken, then, then no, David, it is Ken. I will tell you this though: his last name is a real doozy, but he does coach for Navy, and he's been there a long time. So, what's the what's the last name of Ken? Uh, Neumatalola. D- Dave, this is the perfect one for phonetic pronunciation. Lovely, well done. very well done. Thank, thank, First thank try. God. First try. His <laughs> eyes were closed, and his hands were tied behind his back. So, the next one, he plays for the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, didn't very much last year unless they were playing the Kansas Jayhawks, but I think everyone on the team got into that game, and including a few folks that weren't on the team. Uh, but uh, Alex Grinch is gone, and now Brent Venables has the reins in Oklahoma. He'll play more there, and he'll play edge and linebacker. What's his name? Uh, David Ugwegbu. Nailed it. Perfect. That was Perfect. beautiful, Dave. Perfect. Perfect. Bravo. Dave, now All uh, right. I'm going to count down from five, and when I get to – 
When I get to one, I need you to pronounce what you see here. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Go, Dave. John Christian Kaimino Loa Mecca Iki Oke Kumaupa Fairbairn. I think that what, was. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it's perfect. I think that was, it was it. absolutely completely perfect. it. Yes. It completely perfect. Congratulations. Well, and he got him a corkle. He got them a corkle. It's Dave Cruz. He got All right. Him. Winner, Justin Chase. I think it makes him a two time winner. Dave. Oh, for now, sure. He had a grand now slam. We give you a huge SWF round of applause for joining us. Tonight. Thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. You, my friend. That, that, that and the tubby Mac Jones. Man, worth <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so once you do receive the McCorkle award in the mail, it will come with a set of keys to Mac Jones's house. And you can feel free to um, saunter in there whenever you so choose. I, 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 I will go Evan Ingram the shit out of that. <laughs> Love it. There it is. <laughs> do you mean boy, by Evan Ingraming? Do you mean as you go to get into your car to drive to his place, you <laughs> drop the keys somewhere I, and you never I find them come, again? <laughs> I will come on like I'm the man and then I will. <laughs> <laughs> Colt, let's give him another one. Thank hey. you so much, Dave. Very much appreciate this is Dave's second time and uh, definitely not the last time. Dave, what do you what do you what are you up to? Uh, other than getting ready for fantasy footballs, I'm not I'm absolutely sure I've got anything in the pipeline right now. I did a waiver show last year for 32 and 32 uh, fantasy football, uh, but that was something that kind of came together uh, the last month of the preseason. So. I, I, I've had preliminary discussions about going back there. Uh, you know, other than that, uh, every now and then one of you nice folks will reach out and ask, me, which I'm always willing to do. Uh, you guys are just a blast. I'd come on here. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Dave, we will have you on here. Any always, damn time. Colt. Thank you so much, Dave. Gentlemen, it's time. Thanks for listening to the Shall We Football podcast. Please subscribe to our lightly seasoned podcast on any podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. And please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. That's at SWF underscore podcast. Listeners, please take a second and retweet new episodes on Thursday morning. It really, really helps. Uh, and I don't have a quip this week, but I promise you, I swan to John that Texas is back. 